Hey. Wait one second. There you Hi. are. Here I am. How are you doing? Well, it's been a pretty good day. Just relaxing for today. You? Good. Yeah, no, it's been good. I worked last night, so I had a sleep in, you know, that night shift life. I work oh, nights, so, actually. Oh, so joy. Thursday, Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I work at Thursday, Friday, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah, so it's just been a lot of sleeping and I have a couple of trips coming up, so I'm just trying to plan for those. So. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do anything for my trip. My vacation in September, or I just want to stay home, just relax, vacation. I'm always a fan of staying home, but that's just me. I mean, I've been to what Georgia in May with you. Then I went to North Carolina in July. What were you doing in North Carolina? Uh visiting family, mm. my brothers. And- I forget. Are you from North Carolina? Yep. Well, we're here to talk about faith in the pandemic. Yeah. Lately, I've just been. I when I went to church view, that was the first time I went throughout the whole pandemic. Actually. And so then I started going back more, and now I'm just like, I don't know what I believe in, or just the right, you know, what I'm getting that. Yeah, because right what, what denomination are you from again? Episcopalian, but I was baptized as a Baptist. Okay. So it was a big um, jump. Yeah, that is, to be honest, I have no idea what anything about the Episcopalian faith, to be honest. For me, I looked at it as being like the Protestant version of. Catholics. Okay. I couldn't think of the word I wanted to say. That's what I look at it as, but some people look at it probably much different. Okay. I know that some days it's hard for me to even think about is this actually what I do believe in, or is there another church I can be able to call home? Am I here for my faith, or am I just here because, you know, someone's forcing me, or I'm just going for the people? Yeah, that's always, that's a hard distinction to make sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because I sometimes feel the same way. So, because so if am I correct in understanding that like Episcopalians are like there's a lot of tradition, a lot of I I don't want to say definitely a lot of tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Similar to Catholics. Pretty much, yeah, liturgical. Okay, because I yeah to be honest, I I grew up Baptist, so I. I understand the Baptist tradition pretty well, so I don't know much about Catholicism or much about all the rest mm-hmm. of Christianity. So, yeah, when I so when I went to basic training for the bit I did go, I every Sunday we got able to pick a you know church, see if you wanted to go, service, whatever. And so I tried going to a few different ones to see, you know, is this what I should call home or no? Because they didn't offer Episcopalian where I was anymore because there were not too many people interested in it. Okay. So I went to like the Catholic church, tried to see about like that way, went to a few elders. And I'm just like, I don't know what I call home yet or I'm just going because of the people yeah. kind of style. And was this during, when was this in your life? Was this more recently uh, no, I was like in 2019 before the pandemic. Okay. Now, like I was talking to a few people that I used to go to youth group and stuff with. Um, I know they left the Episcopal Church and they're going to a different church. It's kind of more of a church camp. 
but not really a church camp. It just has that kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And they invited me to go, and I haven't gone to one yet because we had another surge of the pandemic going on. Okay. So I'm going to try it. To, I want to try to do this, but look up different uh, videos of them on Facebook and our lives to see if I want to do the church or do I want to stay with the one I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Makes sense. So how did yeah. you... <laughs> How did you end up in going from being baptized Baptist to going to an Episcopal church? Uh, when we first moved here, my mom met a church friend through Mary Kay. And she was like, oh, yeah, you should come to church with me. Your kids can go to youth group. And that's how I started going to Episcopal church. I met the youth pastor there. And it was just the difference in between Southern Baptist and Episcopalian, there's a huge difference. Yeah. Was, uh, was Aaron the youth pastor at that time, or did you come in later? No, it was Aaron. Okay. I miss Aaron. He's, yeah. Actually, I haven't seen him in a while. I think I saw him not this past Sunday, but the Sunday before when I was off. Okay. Is he still the youth pastor over there? Uh, he's he... the youth pastor and associate priest. Okay. There. So he's moving, he's moving up in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I tried to do a few things, like, when able to at church. I didn't do summer camp this year because I had to work. And by the time I figured out summer camp dates, I couldn't change my vacation schedule at work. But I know we did one last year during the pandemic, and everything was just on the computer. Okay. So we would do computer games, do lessons at home, but I don't think a lot of kids joined because of they probably didn't feel that camp feeling that, hmm. you know, yeah. in person kind of. Yeah, that's always hard because part of the reason why I know at least why I went when I was a kid was for that camp sort of feel, being able to be, mm-hmm. with, being able to be with, with people. And with it being online, that takes a lot of that away, unfortunately. Right. And that's why I think about when we talk about faith during the pandemic a lot of it's being taken away because we aren't really experiencing that people atmosphere anymore. And it's going over to just everything being virtual. Yeah. So which is, yeah, I think that's how a lot of the world is going right now, which is mm-hmm. it's hard and hard in general. But yeah. How's, so how do you feel like, like your faith has changed since the pandemic, before the pandemic, and how has it changed since it started, do you feel like? Honestly, I feel like when it first that I was more active in it, you know, doing stuff with youth group, doing stuff within the church, so just choir, you know, just doing, trying to figure out my place. And I thought I found my place, and now looking back to where we are now, I'm just like, this is a really screwed up world. And the time stops between my faith because my faith was running away from me. I just felt like I'm trying to catch up to it mm-hmm. in a way. But it felt like I'm just doing this by myself. Like no one else is around because you don't get that people feeling anymore. Yeah, you don't, get a, you, you don't get a meet up with people in the same, in the same place. Yeah. And it's kind of like you have, and if you do try to nowadays, like you have to wear a mask. You can't see if people are smiling, frowning. Like you can't see any expressions but their eyes. Yeah, it's, and I think that plays a huge factor as well. 
Yeah. But you lose some of that. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, like expressions. You lose that nonverbal communication sort of thing, mm-hmm. which I think, yeah. So how about you? How has your faith changed? Um, I think it's been hard. I think especially because as a medical professional, it's, I get to see a little more of like the hardship people are dealing with mm-hmm. going through the pandemic, especially for those who are getting sick, those who are not well. And I think, so like I, since I am in person, I get to see people. I work three days a week, assuming I don't pick up overtime. And so like I get to see people every day or yeah. on a regular basis. So it's not, I don't, necessarily like I still miss being able to get together with people outside of work I still miss being able to hang out with people but it's I don't necessarily miss um like what am I trying to say it's I don't miss like getting like person I miss more the personal time with people and less like getting together sort of thing if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah um so it's that part hasn't been hard it's as I was saying, it's definitely been hard seeing, I think my faith has changed more since I've been a nurse and less, and has changed, I think it has definitely changed since the pandemic started because I, I started nursing school, trying to think about that, 2018, December, 2018, graduated 2019. Yeah. December, graduated December, 2019. Started May of 2020, so that was when we just started seeing the pandemic. And then two months, yeah, I started my first nursing job like the first week of May. Then two months later, pandemic started. And so it's been interesting because I, the type of patients I see with are, so for those for you for you, those who don't know. Um, I deal with a lot of gunshot wounds, broken bones, a lot of traumatic traumatic things. So like, yeah, like gunshot wounds, um, near drowning instances, near drowning kids. So it's, I think my faith is more changed because of the type of patients I deal with and less due to the pandemic, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying, because I know a lot of hospitals right now are just overflowing with people with uh, COVID-19. It's still happening. Even people that are vaccinated are still getting it, but it's more mild than it would be if you didn't get vaccinated, kind of. Yeah. I don't know how this Delta variant's going. I don't know if you even know yet, or how is that going so far? Yeah, I've purposely tried to stay away from the news just because it's been so so much doom and gloom recently. Mm-hmm. So I know it's, I know it's gone. I was from what I've been hearing. It's been getting a lot, a lot worse, unfortunately. Um, and so thankfully I, at least where I, at least where I'm at, at a children's hospital, we haven't seen too much of it. At least as, at least of right, of right now, we haven't seen too much. Um, knock on wood. And so yeah. I know we've been doing a decent amount with just COVID, the original variant. Um, so I think that's 
I think that's still taking its taking its toll. And so I think we will at some point see the Delta. Uh, I think with this whole pandemic, everything's just shifted. Like even looking at TV shows now without people wearing masks, you you're like, wait, that used to be the norm? Yeah. Kind of. So it's like even going to the store, you don't think about it anymore. You're like, all right, I got to grab my mask. You don't see the expression or you don't see the faces of like other people. You don't see them smiling or laughing or joking around because it's all just bland. And yeah. I feel like even when I look at different pictures, so there's the one that we, for the mission trip pictures, I looked at. It just feels like, you know, we're all wearing masks. We're not wearing masks. We're all just happy, smiling. And then I feel like lately, I don't know if you're laughing, smiling, having a rough day, don't want to talk to anyone. And I think that's a big thing at work, too, because I spend more time at work than I do home. So it's kind of like when I'm at work, you can't tell if someone's angry or upset or smiling and laughing with you unless you're all just you know joking around the radio because you have to wear that mask when you're on the floor around each other unless you're eating or drinking. Yeah. So it's kind of that thing where it's like, how do I know if my work family person is really having a rough day and needs help or is having the best day of their lives, but don't want to share with anyone yet because it might be something that they're waiting to tell kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's definitely hard because I know, I can only speak for where I work, but I know like a lot of the mm-hmm. hospitals like in the beginning, started locking down. Like, yeah, they started rationing PPE, some masks, gowns, all that sort of stuff. Then as people were getting, as people were getting the vaccine, they were like laxing up a little bit. And then Delta came out. And now, at least for where I work, like we're not even allowed to, to take our masks off in public areas of the hospital to eat or drink like we have to go to a break room or somewhere a little more private to be able to even just eat or drink and so it's we're starting at least in the at least in my hospital we're starting to lock down again mm-hmm. so it's while I, while I still see my like work family it's still it's like it's just been hard because we've been starting to get strict again unfortunately. Yeah, same with us. We went a few months without wearing a mask if you were vaccinated. We heard about the Delta variant. We had put back on masks again and the ones were just like, all right, you know, cool, whatever. But then at the end of the day, we're all like, man, when is this really going to end? Kind of. Like when are we actually going to see an uprise of basically just going, oh, while we're beating this pandemic now and trying to move back to normal. But I feel like right now our normal is just being as distant from each other as possible, like FaceTiming your family and loved ones, um, your friends even, and just trying to not be able to hang out or go get dinner without worrying about something or go to to the bar, maybe have a few drinks, you don't have to worry anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, it's, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that. Because I don't, yeah, because I, at least, so this is my personal opinion. This is not a medical fact or 
the medical <laughs> medical community's opinion whatsoever. So, this is my my own, um, but I don't see this. It's not going to get. At least in my opinion, it's not going to go any anytime soon. Unfortunately, um, I think this is going going to be our norm to a certain extent for for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, because as long as we don't have people who are willing to get mas- mas- masked up and get vaccinated, we're just going to, it's just going to keep on continuing. And I think that's, that's going to be our issue for a while. So as long as we have people not willing to get vaccinated, not willing to mask, mm-hmm. we're gonna, going to continue to have more cases um, more deaths, and that's how between between that and people getting vaccinated, that's how we're going to at some point get herd immunity. And so it's more of a question of how many deaths are we going to like? How many deaths are we going to allow before we reach that point? And again, that's my opinion, but that uh, that portion of it as a Christian and as a person of faith is something I've been trying to come to terms with is how do we, how do we take, like, how do we take as, for me as a nurse, how do I take care of my colleagues? How do I take care mm-hmm. of myself knowing that this is going to be our future for a while? I actually agree with your opinion on that. Yeah. But because I know a lot of people are like, Oh, well, if you just pray, it'll go away. Or just think you just think about all the good times you're gonna have when this is done, and it's like you don't know when this is gonna be done. We don't know when it's going to move on. We don't know if we're gonna be back to normal ever. We always might be wearing a mask until 2025. We don't know that situation coming turns with. And I'm the type of person, no matter how hard you pray, some things just don't go away that fast yeah like i do believe in prayer but i don't believe in like oh well just pray and this will go away as quick as possible yeah, it doesn't that, work that way yeah. and it's not me knocking on my faith or saying that god doesn't work miracles because he does but i don't feel like we're going to go to the point now if we all started praying tomorrow i say for instance it's not going to go away in 2022 yeah. he doesn't it's going to be a while yeah, God doesn't do miracles on command. No. So yeah, it's. I. Sorry. I saw another thing. Oh, yeah, okay. I saw another thing when they were like saying that COVID nineteen is God's curse on the world, and the rapture is coming. I don't even remember. I, I think it was on Facebook on some random group I was looking at because I was bored in the middle of the night, and there was people that were literally saying that yeah, this is God's curse to us. We need to stop not listening and start reading the Bible more and praying more. It's only where this thing is going to end. It's like, yeah, I prayed for this and it happened within a few months. So I'm like, does it really happen that way now? Mm. Or do you actually have to work for it to happen that way? Yeah. And I think that's, I think people need to be careful when they say it's God's rapture on the world. Because we've had multiple whether it's pandemics or wars that people, or various, various 
world events mm-hmm. that people could have and probably would have said that it's God's rapture on earth, yada, yada, yada. And I think, and obviously, like, it may, I, I don't know God. I can't read his mind. So I mean, he, it could have been a minor punishment. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. I think we need to be careful in saying that it, that it is or isn't a rapture, that it's the world coming to an end, because obviously we're still here. Um, so it's, I think my point is, I just, I like, I get why people might think that, but it's just, we need to be, we need to be careful when we say that because mm-hmm. it's not only gives, I think gives Christianity as a whole a bad, bad light because if we keep saying that about everything, then there's people calling chicken. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to dismiss that because, again, I can't read God's mind. For all I know, it could be. Um, but we just need to, my point is, is we just need to be careful when we talk about rapturing and God's destroying the world. Well, I also think when, I, when you were saying that, I thought about how they said it during the Ebola, when we had Ebola going around. Oh God! <laughs> well, it's still here. It's not like it's gone away. Some of the cases have yeah. gotten to where we don't talk about it, or when it's the, when they said the world's going to end in 2012. Yeah, I mean it's 2021. I'm still sitting here, so yeah, no, it's like that. Yeah, we just need to be careful, careful about it. World ended in 2012. What? I don't know where you and I are at right now, but um, I, don't know. I don't know how I made it this far, but that's my own personal problem. Hey, I mean, some days I don't even know if I'm walking by myself or if it's God walking with me. And all I know is I'm thankful for every morning that I wake up. I used lately when I was during this pandemic, I would always try to lay in bed. Like I would never get out of bed. I never wanted to travel. I was kind of in a depressive state and like my mental mind was not where it should be. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to ask for help. And I finally did six weeks ago with my doctor. But I thought that, that the pandemic has something to do with it because I was missing actually going to be somewhere where you don't have to wear a mask, where like, you know, going to church, you can actually just go to church, socialize with everyone after. And I think, that's what my faith and I went astray from was having a chance to actually be present, present in the mm-hmm. church or where you can actually hear the word and just have that community. Cause on Facebook, I really didn't feel that community watching just Facebook live. Like yeah. I felt like that was like a decline in a lot of people's faith as well. And not just mine, but it's just my opinion. Yeah. No, so, I, I would agree with that. I definitely think, like, having to go to online, I wouldn't say, I definitely think it would cause a decrease in people actively watching um, watching church or, like, just participating in church. Um, and I think, yeah, I definitely don't think you're alone with this pandemic. Like, I think a lot of people 
including myself, I feel like have, to a certain extent, some people more than others, taken a hit to their mental health just because of this, because of the pandemic. Because um, I feel like, at least for you and me, like you and I go to, go to work, come home, go to work, come home. And that's a pretty standard rhythm. Um, I think if we're not careful and like we don't actively like talk, like reach out, talk to people, do either do Zoom calls or like I think like either like meet in person outside or do some like actively try to break out of that work home rhythm, it can be easy to fall into a mental health trap. Um and I think for those who already have mental health issues, like like I, I have pretty bad anxiety myself. So I think I could definitely tell like early on in the pandemic that got worse. So I think for those who already have mental health issues, if you don't actively work, like work to break out of that sort of rhythm, it can be hard. It can be just, life can just get harder in my opinion. I think also what helped with you and I was because we would make sure we're okay, check on each other once in a while. And I think what also helped our friendship was when we, when I flew to Atlanta and you and I hung out for a while, it was kind of that way of saying, hey, we can still do things. It's just we have to be more cautious because of you don't know what someone else, like say for instance, we had not worn a mask during the aquarium. We don't know what could who had what what they had like so it's kind of that kind of stuff too but that's what helped us in our friendship and our faith just keep making sure we're okay we check on each other and you invited me to church was also one of those things where like oh I could see myself trying to get to back to my faith but at the same time it's taking a while and I don't think I'm not a perfect Christian no one is it's going to take me a while to get back to where I was mm-hmm. I feel like just because I don't have that community anymore. Like I have community with my work family. I have community with you who I consider one of my goodest and best friends some days, but I don't feel like I have that community anymore with my faith and with other people that share the same faith as I did. Yeah. And I think that's, I think a lot of like, well, a lot of people don't understand is like, yeah, we can, we can wear masks and we can get vaccinated and we can still do a lot of the same stuff that we did before we may not be able to do everything safely like mm-hmm. get into a hundred hundred hundreds of thousands of people concert but we can get into like small groups we can be in small gatherings and still be we can take precautions and still be safe um and i don't think i think people either go to extreme and not want to take those precautions and meet up mm-hmm. or people take it too far and just don't want to do anything. Um, and so I think there needs, at least in my opinion, there needs to be some sort of middle ground where you still, you're still taking precautions, but you're still able to meet up, you're still able to do stuff. It may not always be indoors, it may not always be with hundreds of people, but you can still meet with a couple of close friends, you can still meet outdoors. And I think building that community again, community again is, it's going to take time. Because mm-hmm. I think, I think most people are still concerned, still afraid. 
to even get together, even to do some of the most basic things. That's just going to, it's going to take time to rebuild some of that stuff. Yeah, I can also tell, like, when I went to North Carolina to see my brothers and family, it was a different atmosphere. Like, I felt like I'm never there because I'm never around because I live in Wisconsin. But at the same time, I think that also helped me to kind of get back to my faith and family. Because mm-hmm. then I got, to, like, I get to see my niece grow up to wherever she wants to be in life. And as, same with my nephews. I'm actually really glad that I have my little ones that I like to call them because I get to see what they grow up and what they want to be in life. Like, mm. So I think that's the biggest part and trying to get on the track to where if they ever want to talk about faith in the future, I can kind of give them my story and the way I took my route throughout 2020 to now. Because I can tell you right now, I was a lot different person in 2020. Yeah, I would sleep all day on my days off, wouldn't want to go outside, got sick of wearing masks 24-7, but now I'm thinking I took two vacations. I have been a lot more active now. I woke up today and I just cleaned the house because I was bored. So it's just different things of that nature. I never thought I'd hear that just because I was bored. <laughs> I had nothing else to do today, so I just cleaned up a little bit, organized, peeped the hats that are hanging up on command hooks, see One's actually my Star Wars hat my brother gave me. <laughs> so stuff like that. Like I know we all have video calls like you and I are doing right now. And it kind of makes a community. But I feel like in my faith at the moment, with, if I do a video call at church, I'm not going to feel like I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to feel like I'm just watching a random Facebook video and trying to laugh 24-7. And it's just not the way I want it to be anymore, kind of. Like, I still want to find my faith, but I want to try to find it in a different route than what I was taking before. Can okay. I get what I'm saying there? I think so. So instead of being on track A, I want to be on track B or C and try to figure out is this the way I want to go with my faith or is there another place that I could call home? Okay. So... Would you be like uh, would you be willing to like look at other areas other than Episcopalian? Episcopalian, or are you trying to stay within that sort of realm there? You know, I actually have no clue to be honest with you. I don't know if I want to stay Episcopalian or if there's a different church for me that works for my faith. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't know. That question is going to be up in the air for a while, to be honest with you, because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen in the next hour. Yeah, makes sense. So, yeah, so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I have to really think about it. I don't want to give you an answer and then not have thought about it. Yeah. And and so then, that, yeah, so that just takes time and exploring and figuring out, what, mm-hmm. figuring out what you believe and what you want out of a church and a community. So I don't know. It's, 2020 was a hard year for all of us. And I really think a lot of people's faith, including ours, probably declined a little bit or went a different route than we were expecting. Because we didn't know any ultimate future at this point, and we still don't know. Yeah, that's true. But who to say that COVID 19 is not going to have like, you know, 18 more variants in the next 10 years? We don't know that. Mm-hmm. I would hope it doesn't, but 
I can't predict the future. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have a time machine <laughs> to go forward in time. You know, we wish we did, so. I mean, yeah, some days I do wish I could, but. Like those work days, you wish you can just go right to time where it's time to clock out and go home. Oh, I know. I had those days a lot. <laughs> so I had those days uh, when I worked every Sunday, Monday last week, and I was just like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be done. So then yesterday, I was out of the door from work. I clocked out at 6. I was out of my car by 6.03. <laughs> and I was home by 6.15. Like, I just was done yeah it's it's tough and i think that someone that has an influence on my faith though too mm-hmm. is my faith with humanity how are we going to be able to do the right things that it takes to get this pandemic to be done because i honestly want it to be done over with i'm getting sick of the whole mask thing i think i spent more money in masks than i do in gas to be honest with you <laughs> I got a Ford Focus. I think I spend more money on doing masks than I do on gas every two weeks. That's nuts. So it's kind of that thing of where, is it going to be done ever? I don't think so, but it's like Ebola. That was a large thing, and then it started to slowly decline after a few years. So I'm going to think that COVID is going to slowly decline, but we're still going to have it there. Yeah. Like we're still. I don't know the words I'm trying to say, but it's still going to be there. We're able to talk about it to your our grandkids in the future, or trying to explain it to my nephews and niece. Because mm-hmm. my nephew, the oldest one, he wears masks. The baby just got born into this. And my yeah. niece was born a year and a half ago. So she's just getting into it as well. So it's not like they're going to be able to figure out what happened. I'll see if it declines by the time they're 10. They're not going to know what happened 10 plus years ago. Like we will remember and they'll always stay with us. Mm-hmm. Such as 9-11. We all remember it. Even though we were, I was really young. I don't know about you, but. Yeah, I was young as well. For that. You've been an old man all your life that I've known you. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, right. No, I did the most. I was really thinking of it today. I have an envelope full of coupons that I can use. That's, yeah. To save money. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Well, hey, it works. It does. You save a lot of money, which is good. But I feel like now, too, with the whole COVID thing, I think what also messed a lot of people with was actually really funny. I just thought about this was, they don't know where their next paycheck is going to come from. Because so many people got laid off, they stop believing that God will provide and they have to go and provide their different ways. Yeah. That's either illegal or stuff like that, but they don't think anymore that, hey, God's not going to provide because I lost my job. I don't know where my next paycheck is coming from, my next meal. I can't feed my family without a paycheck. I'm actually very fortunate the job that I have is essential and I don't have to have that word but I know that like there's actually yeah there's actually a homeless shelter right down the street from me and a lot of the parents are almost filled to capacity a lot of people that lost their job they can't be their kids so they have to 
either get rid of the house, live in the car, go to back to a homeless shelter, so they're able to at least have a roof over top of their heads and a bed to sleep in. Yeah. So I think that's what also the client of people's face and on their thinking. If God did this, he's not providing. Why should I pray to him? Why should I even go and talk to him? Because now I can't believe that he's going to help me with this thing unless there's a miracle. Yeah. And I know a few people that I work with who actually was like, well, I used to believe in God and now I'm just done. I'm just done with trying to figure out who's ever going to provide because this whole situation now is becoming toxic, basically. And there's a lot of people that feel as if they're on train A and God's on train B kind of style that they're thinking that they're not walking along God in their face, but they're more of God's in front of them and they're just sitting there waiting like sitting ducks. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting hearing a lot of people's face stories about pandemic that's going on and just looking at it in my perspective as well in my face. And some of it, some days I don't think God's walking with me. I'm not going to lie. Some days I just feel like I'm alone. But in other days, you can just feel a presence with you on those rough days. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's, I think we all feel that at some point. I think it's, I think at a certain point, not at a certain point, but I think we need to have, there's just, there needs to be a certain understanding that like God's just not going to leave us hanging dry. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like there'll be days where we don't feel like he's there with us. But then, of course, there's those days where we do feel like he's there. But when during those days where he isn't felt as closely that we need to have this voice in our head that lets us know that like whether it's our own voice or a different voice that lets us know that like he's just not going to leave us hanging dry. Um, and like, yeah, we don't always know what's going to be around the next corner, but God, God's going to provide in some sense. And I think, I mean, I would, I will definitely get, I definitely get a lot of flack about this in some corners of the world, but I definitely, as a person of faith, as a Christian, I don't think death is as scary as some people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, because I definitely, as a Christian, as a person of faith, I definitely think there's, I think we go somewhere. Like, I definitely think there's a place we go after after death. And if you, whether it's the Quran or whether it's the Bible or any, or like the Torah or whatever else, there is a lot of, there, there are, I do believe that there is a place we go that's better than what we have here. And so I think, especially for a lot of Christians, I think part of the issue we have is not necessarily with understanding that the person who's died is going somewhere better to the fact that we have, that they have left us here for an unknown amount of time while we're still here, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I think whether, my point is, I think 
my personal belief is God will provide in some sense, whether it's ending the pandemic, whether it's getting better, like getting better from having COVID-19 or for those of us who are living, worst comes to worst is death. Um, and then you go somewhere, that person goes somewhere better. Um, and I think for us, if that is the God, if that is the way that God wishes to provide, provide for that person, it may not feel like he's providing for us necessarily, but he is providing for that person who has ultimately passed on because he has decided mm-hmm. to take that person, I believe, back home. And then for us who are left, who are left behind, we have to, God will provide in his own way on how to deal with that. But I don't, I think it's, I think it's hard because it's, as you're saying, sometimes we feel as if God's not there. God's not with us. God's not protecting our back. And I think at the end of the day, we, I've, at least from my, in my personal experience, I've lived long enough to like understand and be able have enough life to look back and realize that God, even in my darkest moments, still had my back. I think some of that just, some of that comes with clarity, some comes with 2020 hindsight, and some of that comes with just having enough faith, faith and belief to understand that God is always working in our darkest moments. But that was kind of a long, long-winded winded answer to your <laughs> response. Well, I also think there has to be some common ground as well. And I mean, by common ground, being able to say, hey, I know it's one of my darkest moments, but I know that, I don't know how to put it, but I know that God's there, like I feel his presence, but I think it'd be better if we were able to actually meet in a common situation and walk along people that are going through the same journey we are, going through the same struggles that we are and being able to talk about it. I feel like that's another big thing to be able to talk about different things because yes we can text each other but text messages sometimes get to be misunderstandings Mm -hmm. and then you don't know what that person actually means and if you call them you might get more of an emotion but i think that a lot of people with it with faith or without faith are missing that point of trying to talk to people that are going through the same struggles that they are and that are fighting through the same issues because a person of faith can fight through the same issues of a person that does not have faith. Mm-hmm. But then that could have that person thinking, well, there might be another place when I die that's better than what I am now. I should probably work towards that, whether that's being trying new churches, because I think a lot of people don't really believe as much, because sometimes if they're a kid, they get forced to just go to church. They don't have that since my moment of, oh, this is why I believe in God, or this is part of my story, I think it takes us a while to figure out where to God fit in our stories. Yeah, I'd agree with and, that. And with the pandemic, I feel like we have some parts of it where God fits, and other parts are just like, well, forget him. Uh, he's not helping us. He's not there for us. He's not here, but he's actually 
standing there the whole time. We just don't have that right timing or mental situation. Sorry, it took me a while to say that one. To just think about God is always there. And I'm guilty of that myself and thinking that, well, he was there for this, but he's not going to be there for this when I need him. Or I pray for this. It's taken him so long to do anything about it. Why do I pray kind of lifestyle? Which I get. It's, I think it's definitely hard because I think, at least in my experience, I felt like I've known God works, God works on his own timeline, no matter what we like. Mm-hmm. No matter what we pray, no matter what we want, he always works on his own timeline, which is sucks for us, but it's ultimately good in the end, which is why I, like I am, don't get me wrong, I am very concerned about this pandemic, but I know that at the end of the day, it's going to be t- going to be taken care of. It may not be taken care of next week, but over time it will be. Um, so to, like, to your point of someone prays about something and it's not happening, in the timeline that we want, mm-hmm. or even if it's something like we pray about and we, you don't get it. Sometimes I feel like, at least in my experience, like we may want something that may not be the best thing for us. And it's not always easily discernible. And what I also like about when you said it got worse from his time, I, well, started the pandemic, I had a different job with security. And I was done with a lot of people days in and days out. And I'm actually very grateful that I did not catch COVID just yet because that was one of the things I was worried about when I'm dealing with a whole bunch of people in a small place. Like, even though we had those boundaries set up, not a lot of people wanted to thought, like, follow the boundaries, those rules that we had set. So if there was like a tiny guard shack, we didn't want anyone in there but security officers. Mm-hmm. But then you had people that were sitting around there not wearing a mask, coughing up everywhere and not respecting the other person's boundaries. And so now with the job I have now, we're able to kind of separate from each other for a while, depending on what spot you work. But now I don't have to worry about, it's just going to be my last paycheck, or I can move this to later. And I think that's one of the things that God answered my prayers with when I was asking for a different job or something that's a different opportunity. Mm. And so he closed one door, and then I feel like he opened the other. It didn't happen as fast as I wanted to, but... Just thinking about November would be my first year in my new job. Well, congrats. Thanks. So I think that's one of the things that when you were talking about is on his time. I'm actually glad he took his time with that and not try to, how can I say it? Not try to give that miracle up and drop him a dime. It took time, took effort, took hard work for me to get to the place I am now, which I'm grateful for than it would if I just, oh, yeah, he's going to give it to me tomorrow. I think that if we work towards it in our faith, God will provide it towards us. That's kind of my two cents on it. It was a long-winded rant of words trying to be spewing out, but. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's not, mm-hmm. not easy. It's never going to be, unfortunately. But, well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I think no, you're good. <laughs> This could be a good place to end it for now. Well, thank you. Thank you for talking. Yeah. Till next time, my friend. Yeah, till next time. All right. Talk to you later.